glad you're not a doctor. <laughs> like you, because your description <laughs> of what it would be like to be fully paralyzed. Is well, not no, I'm not accurate. just saying poly- paralyzed. I'm saying you're going to be paralyzed plus brain dead almost, but your conscience is still working. You, your motor skills don't work anymore. Your eyes aren't a motor skill. I know, but your brain's not going to be able to send that signal to make you, oh, see my brother's over here. Let me. It's not going to comprehend you, but then your how, conscience. you're not conscious. No, you're, but for your case, you're conscious. You're going to be able to think, but you're going to be thinking like, I can't move my eyes. You know what that makes me think of? Huh? Hell. That would be hell, bro. Well, change your ways. Okay, I'm not going to climb a ladder with you, Adam. Yeah. I've got a ladder out there if someone wants to hold it. Well, you're climbing. Just go up the... It's like you fall off of this roof, you're living. Yeah, that's why I'm not going up. <laughs> you don't have to. No. Yeah, it's to fix. I spent six years in construction yeah. on a ladder. You ever heard of a trebuchet ladder? I don't know. You've never heard of a trebuchet ladder? No, this is America. It's an A-frame that has a ladder that goes in the center that goes straight up. And they go up to like, I don't know, ridiculous heights. We can get one of those. No. Uh-huh. Either way, you're going to have to get on the roof. I'm good. I already troubleshooted the system. It's your turn now. To pull some weight around here. That only took six months. <coughs> keeping track there? This place could have been robbed 30 times. You keeping track there, bud? Yeah, I have to. Yeah? Yeah. What do you keep the score for? Because the deacons ask me. They do? In your guys' meetings? I don't have a meeting. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got thick skin, man. Sticks and stones, right? I don't know. You don't know? Mm-mm. You don't know that saying? You'll, or... leave, you'll leave here and then you won't answer your phone for six days. Reply to a text, nothing. And then I think, man, maybe, maybe it went too far. <laughs> Just keep you thinking. Mm-hmm. And I just immediately start thinking, like, who else do I need to call to get on the podcast? Yeah. I mean, I don't think about apologizing. <laughs> I think about who else can sit. <laughs> it's what it is. S-O-C-K-S. It is what it is. Spell socks, bro. <sighs> Out loud. I know. Spell it. What? Spell socks. S-O-C-K-S. It is what it is. I know. and But Rick says it after everything. You're welcome. Also nos quieres que te pegue. Yeah, I know. You taught him that one, Te voy a pegar. He doesn't say that one. Yeah, he does sometimes. Uh, he might have forgot. Donde esta el baño? <laughs> no bathroom. Uh, where's the bathroom? I said there's no bathroom. Where is it? There is none. Oh, yeah, there's one right on the other side. There's more. I said no bathroom. How you doing there, buddy? You look. You seem a little bit uh, on edge. No, I'm tired. Like someone killed your cat. No, I took a nap, and that's not a good idea. In the middle of the day. At three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's a little bit late for a nap. But I was tired. Why, Adam? I don't know. Why were you tired? Because it was hot outside. And that's why you were tired? Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to do. It's really dark in my bedroom. Like, no sunlight comes through. Why? That's my wife put that kind of blinds in the window. Open the curtains. No, I don't want... You know, you don't want light when you're going to take a nap. You were trying to take a nap at 3 p.m.? I got home and I was like, "There's everybody's gone. Mother-in-law was in town with Ella. Are you depressed? No. That's exactly what someone depressed would say. So everybody who takes naps is depressed? (laughs) In the middle of the day. That's when you're supposed to take a nap. 
naps are for children and old folk. In the middle of the day. Adam. Just saying, if you do have you an opportunity, do you, do you take naps at your job when you're in your <laughs> cubicle? No. Why? Have you ever? No. When I was a security guard, yeah. Okay. Right after my accident. In your booth? I had a cane. No, I had a cane, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I broke my hip in three places. And um, <laughs> I had like just got back into work after being out for three months and uh, working the night shift. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to do rounds every hour, but because I had a broken hip, they were like, yeah, you, you don't have to do them so often, you know, just so you don't fall or nothing. I'm like, all right. So I would do like two a night or something like that, three a night. And I would get so tired. Like, I think it was like, I don't know, close to like 3 a.m. Hmm. <laughs> I had to go find a spot to just take a power nap for 15 minutes. And every single time, because I set an alarm and have it right on my chest, 15 minute nap, I'm falling asleep. Every time it went off, I'd wake up in like a panic. Mm-hmm. So you were sleeping just outside somewhere? No, this is in a building. You're finding, like, where they keep the mops and stuff, and they're like... No, it was a conference room. They had really nice, comfy chairs, so I put two huh. right next to each other, and I'd sit up laying one, put my feet up in the other. 15, 20-minute nap, and then I'd wake up, go back out there, and... The place was robbed. No, there's nothing to really rob out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't ever take naps, but I did today, and... I woke up just groggy. And now you're really uh, sad. Oh, no. I'm still groggy. It's not not sad. Just groggy like, oh, man. I could just go to bed and I don't want to wake up tomorrow to sleep. That's de- what you <laughs> just said was the most depressing thing I've ever heard. Because I want to get rest. I just go to bed and not wake up tomorrow. Just tomorrow until like noon. Not ever, like what? And then get up, maybe eat a sandwich and go back to bed. <laughs> Think about, you know. Well, did you write down something that maybe, like, it's on your mind, bro? Just need to sleep. What's in that notebook you brought? Those are positive quotes that mean nothing. <laughs> Let's give it, lay one on us, Adam. Let's bring it in. We got uh, we got Adam coming in with some quotes. Uh, Let's start this thing off. Second Timothy three sixteen. What does it say? Second Timothy three sixteen yeah. says words. All scripture is God breathed. Amen, brother. It's an infallible word of God. What does infallible mean? There's no fault in it. Hmm. At all? None. How can that be? It was written by man. Does it, dude? 66 books written by different guys. So how is there's no there's no fallacy in it? There's no flaws in it, right? Well, yeah. How does that happen? Because when you write stuff down, do you maybe stretch the truth a little bit? Depends on what I'm writing. Yeah, like your resume. No, that's I keep uh, that accurate. Actually, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. As as a as a man, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah but the man wrote the Bible. Through as a vessel Mm. of our Lord and Savior. How do you know? Because you have an Old Testament book. Yeah. That foreshadows. Oh, but how do you know the the Old Testament was the birth, the death, and the resurrection of our Christ and Lord? How do you know Jesus? Old Testament wasn't just written by R. L. Stein. How come it? How come it tied into the New Testament? However many because years. Because the same guy the might future. have wrote the whole book. How do How? you know? How? You can't even live that long. I don't know. Do you know that for sure? 
Yeah, dude. So what's the one thing that lets you believe that's the infallible word of God? It's, it's how do I believe inter- it? It's interconnected. Yeah, but how do you how do you convince me to believe it? Yeah, why do you believe it, Adam? Man, I'm asking you. Like, I'm new Christian. I'm um, now. I'm an. You can't now become a new Christian just, just because <laughs> you don't want to answer the question. I just did like three no. times. So I mean, it's why? all inspired by God. All the authors were inspired by God. That you said they were a, a vessel, a tool mm-hmm. to write these words down. Well, why? Why doesn't he use that anymore? Why did you stop there? Because he finished the book, bro. Yeah, but how do you know? He finished it in Revelations. But Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith? Yeah, it's in the word. It must have been inspired by God. No, it's me. He said it was. Who said? Joseph Smith. Did God? Did God say anything? In the Bible about Joseph Smith? Did Or did Paul write it down that God told me? No, because it was... Okay. But to me, the Bible is a historical collection of documents spanning over thousands of years, right? So is Wikipedia. No, this is a historical document. Wikipedia is the internet, dude. I know, but it's got thousands of years of documents. It wasn't even invented yet, okay? All right. So think about this. You have... Webster. Historical documents created by witnesses... Uh Uh-huh. That were alive while other eyewitnesses were alive. Oh. Because nobody, nobody contests that Jesus Christ was real. What do I have real. to do to believe this, though? What do you mean, believe it? How do I believe it? How do you believe what it? What makes me believe? Do you know who Jesus is? Yeah. Do you know what he did when he came here? Yeah. It's because science doesn't, no. back, doesn't say that it but didn't what happen. what backs it up? What is inside of me that makes me believe that that is the all-inspired, infallible Word of God. So the best thing that happens when you fully believe in Christ and you know Him, yeah, you know what He gives you? What? Gives you the gift of the Holy I, Spirit. Okay, I was hoping you were going to say something else, and you didn't. So we're, but how do I believe in the Holy Spirit? Because it's a feeling. What's that feeling? It's when you look at a sunset or a sunrise, what do you feel? I can see it. What do you feel when you see it? I feel tinglies inside, but I can see it. Why do you feel those tinglies? Because I can see it. What does it make you feel? Good. Because I can see it. Yeah, and you think I can witness it with my own eyes. Beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah, cuz I can see it. Okay. What about when you hold your your one-year-old daughter? She's in my arms and, and I she can feel her. And she looks up at her and goes yeah, because I can I can see that. What does that make you feel, Adam? Just say faith already. you got to have faith. Well, how do you get faith, Adam? You have faith by believing. There's no answer of why you get faith. You just have faith. Do you have you faith? don't need proof to have faith. Do you have faith that the sun we will come up faith. tomorrow? We know that the sun will come up tomorrow. How do you know that? Because we see it happen every day. Because you have faith. Do you see God, his face? Some say he has a beard. I don't know. Do you hear his audible voice? No, but you have faith that he, and this is from Genesis to Revelation, tells you that if you're going to take this all in, you have to have faith. Faith in what, though, Adam? God. That he is the one who inspired that. Without faith, this is nothing. Yeah. This is just words. Without faith, it's just a bunch of words written down. Exactly. But it took a half an hour for you to even entertain that thought. About sunsets and one-year-old babies and... When you have a rock in your hand, <laughs> you throw it through a window. What, what do you feel? <laughs> so yes, without you, faith, none of this is. Do you believe now? Yeah, I, yeah, I have faith. 
when you're born again, you have to go in 100% faith because there's nothing else is going to prove anything to you. It's like you, the Trinity. How do you prove the Trinity? How do you get born again, though, Adam? You accept Christ. The Trinity is three things, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, but it's one. Wait a minute, how is three things one thing? You're a father, and you've been a son, and you've got the Spirit. But how is that all one? Can you explain that? No. Do you have to explain it? No. Is it explained in the Bible? Nope. It just says it's there. So why should we believe it? It's not explained in the Bible? No, it, but it talks about three persons. Well, in the, the father, Bible, the, the Father, son, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And when in Genesis, it t- he says, uh, when we come down, or in the Tower of Babel, when us will be there, yeah. the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When Jesus is baptized, God comes from the heavens and says, this is my son who I'm pleased. And then the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But Jesus was 100% man and 100% God. Well, so did Jesus not have the Holy Spirit until that moment? No, he always did. He's God. He is, yeah. The Holy that Spirit. was just a symbolism for yeah. us to see and be like, Whoa. It's the Godhead. It's He's the same He's the same person. Yeah. He's not, he's God. I shouldn't say person. He's God. The father is God. The son is God. The Holy spirit is God. It's not three separate identities. It's the same identity split up in three different persons. Yeah. Hmm. How do you believe that? Faith. Actually, it's holding a one year old baby while you're watching the sun come up. Dang, that's magical. Oh, you bro. were almost there. You had it, but that is. I mean, that's, I mean, that's it. That's the feeling. That's how. Did. Yeah. Okay. But so that's by how having faith, you get that feeling. That's how I know that my faith in in the Bible faith. in Christ is. That's how I know. Mm-hmm. That's how Christ speaks to us. When you see all this stuff, it doesn't. You, the idea that this just boom. Right. Here's Adam. Well, you've got the internet. You can't see the internet, but you rely on the internet to be there every single time you click on your computer. Yeah. Or you click on your cell phone. Yeah. So why will you believe in something that you can't see? You can see it working through your phone. It just makes your makes everything work, but you yeah. can't see it. But people have a hard time believing in God because they can't see it. Yeah but they see him working in their lives or in somebody else's life everywhere. And, but that's not enough, but yet a little dots on your phone says that, Oh yeah, you're connected. Yeah. Well, okay. I can't see it, but it's making everything better. You're right. Yeah. I just had that. Or did you just throw up in your shirt? A little bit. (laughs) little bit <laughs> it's making my eyes water is that smells that bad no i just don't want to be rude yeah i think i did get a whiff of one of your burps earlier and i was like oh what the... pizza and pepsi what did you eat the same thing you did pizza pizza and pizza peeps. and pepsi and pizza <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah God is in control. Do you believe God is in control? I got to remind myself every day, bro. Every second of every day almost, bro. Do you believe that God loves you and has your best interest at heart? I try to. What if you went to work tomorrow and and got fired? Like you walked in like, I got my lunchbox. (laughs) Hey, good morning. Frank, yeah, good morning, ask, or whatever. Let me point is. that question to you. <laughs> let me point that question to you, bro. I know, but I know what my answer is because I was already drilled with these questions. Were you? <clears throat> so if you went to work tomorrow and you're fired, and uh, they're not going to give you, you, they're like, here, here's half your paycheck. The rest of it goes <laughs> to all the other crap that you wasted our time with. Are you going to leave driving your car like, that's all right. God's got my best interest in hand. 
Or are you going to be like, I hate everything and I'm going to take a nap and hopefully not wake up until next year? Did that happen to you, bro? Is that why you're so <laughs> I'm just asking. If, if, if 100% of the time God's got your best interest in heart and then, uh, and you know God is in control. Yeah, well, let's say then that happens and you can't get it. Like you're having a hard time getting a job. <laughs> you don't get a job for like a whole year, I and your uncle's I, like, "I'm tired of this, Kevin. <laughs> get out of here." Uh, like a whole year. Yeah, you might have got like a part time job at Santa's workshop or something, making popcorn as an elf. Yeah, like for on Saturdays only and Friday. <laughs> Tatted up elf, just like. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you're. You're running the rides. You're North Pole Carney. But just Friday and Saturdays, so you get like 150 bucks every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I would would be upset. And your mom's like, get your life together. You're such a disappointment to this family. <laughs> it's already good. <laughs> God's got your best interest. Yeah. No, um... <laughs> In that moment, man, yeah, I would be upset because I, I, I'm for one, I love my job, and um, I believe that God placed me there. That He could take. But if He took, if He took it away, and I've had that conversation with many people, you know, if, if everything was taken from me, it's in His will, and I say mm-hmm. that, I say that often, because I, you know, I I strive to put my life into Christ's hands and tell others that, that my life is in Christ's hands and, and point back all of my trials to that. Yeah. But in that moment, I'd be pretty distraught. So that that was a rated PG version of the question that was tossed at me during a Bible study or a discipleship session. Yeah. It wasn't losing your job. <laughs> it was going through that, and it was like, yeah, I know. so your daughter dies tomorrow. Yeah. You've done that to me on here many times. <laughs> I did not. You've done it to me at least three times on this podcast. It was like, well, then well, are you still going to go through your list and say God's in control, God loves me, and he's got my best interest at hand? Now, that is an even harder question because... And God is good. God defines good. Kevin God. would disappear if this happened. <laughs> Where are you going to go? The woods. I know thinking like the woods but are you sure you're gonna be able to survive dude i literally have everything in my car that i would need to survive for at least why do you have a bug out bag in your car like i got three that's weird um, that's weirdos i got a bunch of cans of food that's um weird. and i got a bunch of weapons in um, case you get stuck in between peyton and colorado springs no in case you I got can a bug walk out. to big r in case i got a bug out me and my boy we going dude what if you run out of gas and that's where we stop. In Falcon? No, I'm not coming to Falcon. I'm going to the mountains, bro. I'm going up to the top of Pike's Peak. I'm going to raid Pike's Peak. By yourself? No, you're my boy. No shelter? I'm my boy. I got a tent. Hmm. I got a hammock, a couple hammocks. <laughs> I got a 1-800 number. I need you to call after this. What? 1-800. I'm not paranoid. I'm not paranoid. I know you're not. You have three bug out bags in your vehicle right now. I have a sleeping bag. No, dude, it's a little extreme. Why do you need a sleeping bag? That's my wife put it in the trunk. Why? In case it ran off the road in the wintertime. Hmm. From here to Simla? That's a real possibility. You're going to take Chef Boyardee and Uh a tent and go to the top of Pike's Peak. Yeah, man. And I'm sure you have a sleeping bag in your car, too. No. Then how are you? That's the most retarded thing I've ever heard. Just I can stay warm. Sleeping mats and blankets. Dork. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so now you're saying if someone close to you like that died, you're going to the mountains. I don't know what I would do in a, in a case like that. I would be extremely distraught. I would have to fight against all my demons yeah tenfold because you know young kevin used to to just escape through like through those avenues you know but 
But God is too loving to be cruel. You know, in those cases, too wise I, to be I think that our choices mm-hmm. determine certain outcomes in our life. And in the moment, a so lot of God's those, punishing you no, for the choices. No, you no, make? no, myself. You're punishing yourself. No, the choices I make have created pathways that I've gone down that have many, many roadblocks. So I'm going to get cancer because the choices that you've made. Not you, me, probably. Well, yeah, you you can give yourself cancer. That's what I'm saying. Don't make those choices. Then. My choices, my choices are not. They they would inadvertently affect you. But truly, when you think about it, every choice and decision you make sets the next yeah. course of your life. Well, those I'll probably just be like, mm, that sucks. Yeah, exactly. You think about... It's not going to affect me. I'll be like, whatever. certain man. situation you've been through with your family. I just know that I've already got a pre-slide to <laughs> go across, like, looking for new podcast co-hosts. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find something because we you've, we haven't even started asking for producers, and I mean we're you know they're just lining up at the door no, to get in not. here. They're not. Oh, <laughs> they're not. I had some uh, African pastor um, message me on Facebook. Oh, Zimbabwe? Hey, bro. Nah, I don't. But he lives in. Then I look his stuff up. He's like, has a church in Chicago. Really? But he's like, looking really forward to working with you. And I'm like, I didn't invite you to work with me. (laughs) But keep up the good work. God's word. Oh, it's great. It's good all the time. Look so forward to working with you. Hmm. Did you respond to him? No. You bought? No, but uh, one time when I, uh, my personal Instagram page, uh, I, I was getting messed catfished by somebody like that. A pastor? No, but it was an African guy. And he was like, oh, hey, here's a picture of my family. And it's like kids in the dirt. And I was like, yeah. And, and then he always like, Responding to my Bible verses and stuff. No, thank you, brother. One thing leads to another. And he's like, oh, my my brothers and sisters are so hungry. Could you just help us out? No. Oh, come on. Have mercy as Christ did on us, brother. Please send us money. And then it went on. And I'm like, this is just some fat dude behind the computer sending me pictures of the African village saying that he's hungry. Wasn't long after that, some girl <laughs> catfished me. When was this? Uh, about seven years ago. Okay, I was say seven days oh, ago. <laughs> no, and uh, but it wasn't like a dating thing. It was just some like girl. Hey, you know, oh, it's so great to have believers, or you know, find believers. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, and we're talking, and then. They go, here's my picture so you know what it looked like. And I'm like, hmm, that's a little crazy. And then I'd send a selfie of me in my hard hat. And then she'd send me another picture that was almost too perfectly. And I'm like, one time I'm like, how about you just send me a picture of yourself right now? Why? Why? Why not? And then it went to, oh, I, me and my son don't have no food. Could you send some money? No. And then they get upset for, oh, come on, please. Can you send us money? Come visit. I'm like, no. I knew a guy. Send, send him money to come visit you? Or, yeah. And, and you want to know what's funny is before Instagram and stuff like that, this have a, like, but it was just funny some of the conversations. Man, there's a lot of people out there falling for this. Yeah, but the, you, you got to think a lot of those victims are searching for something. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like online dating. Yeah. It's so easy to be somebody you're not. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be your true self. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I have my experiences with it, and 
I did it one time. It was the worst experience of my life. Really? And I will never. Well, I'm married You're, now. But you don't need to, bro. It, but immediately after that relationship, I swore I would never do online dating ever again. I, I have friends that do. And I, got, I have a close friend that they found each other in mm-hmm. online dating and they're happily married. They I've, two I've kids met, now. Yeah, I've met people that done it, so I know it's it's beneficial, but yeah, it can work, but it 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 just makes you shallow. And then you got things like oh, Christian mingle. I'm like, that's probably where the worst of them are. You think? Oh, for sure. I'm sure there's people on there taking advantage of nice people that are like, well, it says Christian mingle, so everybody on here must be Christian. And I'm not saying there's not, but I think yeah, a lot of stat? wolves out there are like, a lot of wolves are probably like, oh, these are the most vulnerable. What was that stat we talked about last night? In oh. the 1970s and um, to 2020? Yeah. 70% of people claim to be Christian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, those those numbers are insane. Because anymore, all people have to do is, yeah, I know Jesus. I'm a Christian. Yeah. I know people personally that are, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's wild. I was watching, a, uh, listening and watching to a podcast last week of, John Christ. He's a Christian comedian and he's had a pretty rough past. He's been through rehab. He grew up Pentecostal and he's not anymore, but he was talking to uh, Michael W. Smith, which is a uh, Christian artist, singer yeah. from back in the day. And he was saying that even like that word Christians tossed around so much. But he's he's like, if people are going to fake it, at least they're trying to fake it for the right team. But he was saying, uh, even in his, after his comedy shows, he says, okay, now it's real talk. You know, mental illness is real, blah, 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 blah. but I'm here to tell you that there is a God and he loves you. Mm-hmm. So if you open up a relationship with him. Nice. The end. No, I mean, that's... He's coming to Colorado Springs. Is he? Oh, he's going to be in the Springs, not Denver? No, he's going to Pike Speak Center. Did you buy his tickets? I bought myself a ticket. I had two tickets in the cart, but then I returned. I was like, oh, how can I get a ticket and get Taco Bell? (laughs) (laughs) So I took it right out the cart. Okay. No, I didn't. Have fun, bro. <laughs> Just sit there by myself. <laughs> uh, <coughs> tickets are expensive. Yeah, dude. I didn't look at those tickets. Last I saw, they were like 40 bucks a piece. Wow. Too rich for my blood. <laughs> wow, dude. That is crazy. I wonder, <laughs> hey, man, how much are Theo Vaughn tickets going for? Like a billion dollars a ticket. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, I don't know. I gotta look on the site. He's coming, but it's like July or something. Probably when you're in Texas, June. Yeah. What if you don't come back? <laughs> uh, do, are you driving again? You drove last time, I remember, because oh, your mom Texas. was worried. Wait, what do you mean am I driving? I've been driving my whole life, bro. No, to Texas. No. Are you flying? Flying, yeah. Uh, the last time four- you missed, you weren't able to fly, so you had to drive. Huh? Yeah, but it was a f- supposed to be a 14-hour drive. It took me 19 hours to get there. <sighs> yeah. And then driving back was supposed to be 14. took me 16 hours. Hmm. Cut three hours off, but. That's your mom's brother? Yeah. Yep. I figured that because he didn't look like your dad's brother in pictures last no, time. No, 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 no. Is your brother and sister going too? Yeah. Hmm. Why are you staring at a moth? 
He's just making a shadow and thing now. That's cool. So if everybody's predestined, then why do we need to evangelize if they've already been chosen? You know, my thoughts about that are, yes, we are predetermined. Christ already knows. Jesus already knows. God already knows who is going to truly accept him Mm -hmm. and spend their eternity in heaven. We get hung up on that. Do you think God needs you or do you just wants to cut you on a little slice? God of the wants pie? us, dude. He loves us. Yeah. So does There's he no want... need about it. So does he want to cut you on a little piece of that pie? There's no need about the Yeah, but the thing is he made us, dude. He loves us. He made us full well knowing what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. But he still made us. And he still loved us. He still had the whole plan to save us. Mm-hmm. There's no need that needs to be involved, in my opinion. God loves us and wants to save every last one of us, but he already knows who is going to take that call and who is going to not. Because he knows we're stubborn. He knows that we enjoy our filth. He knows, dude. We love knowledge. We want to know everything. I want to know more than you. I want to make you feel dumb for not knowing so much. Well, that's rude. That's what I want, dude. That's what uh, people want. I never wanted to make you feel dumb. But just think about it, man. That's how I know where you stand. That's how. That's how we are. We are just. We are. We are just. We're not. We're not great people. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4. It's just like a father, dude. You're a father. You look at your child, you know how much you love them. Now take that, multiply it, apply it by infinity. Because that's how God feels about you specifically. You specifically out there. Yep. You that are in the slums right now, just just crawling through the sewer. He loves you. It doesn't matter where you're at. Because if you if you make that stance, you put that stake in the ground mm-hmm. for Christ, he'll do so many things for you in your life. And no, it's not going to be easy. We say that every time. But he will, he will make your life worth living mm-hmm. for him. God because, decided in yeah. advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. He chose us in advance mm-hmm. to bring us closer to him through Jesus Christ. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Predetermined. You you think about it, dude. In the beginning, we had everything. He gave us the animals. He gave us land. He said, "Hey, name these things." He yeah. named them. Probably could have done a better job. Yeah, some some names are. <laughs> like, oh, a <coughs> dog. What's going on with some of these? Can't even pronounce half of them. We had everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Living in the Garden of Eden on Earth. Hmm. Heaven on Earth, man. And and That's in Missouri. Garden of Eden. Have you been there? No, but one once the seagulls get together, we gotta follow them to Missouri, to the Garden of Eden. What are you talking about? Utah State birds, a seagull. There's not a sea in Utah. Doesn't matter. The state bird is a seagull. <laughs> okay, I think. Okay. Look it up. I believe you. And the Mormons believe that we got to follow the seagulls at the end times back to the Garden of Eden. Oh my God. In Missouri. <sighs> Where even is Missouri? Northwest? Northeast? Jerusalem. 
Yeah, it's over. What do you think about that, Adam? What? Missouri? (laughs) I think it's a fine place, I guess. You ever been there? It's where the original Bass Pro is. No. (laughs) What? What do you think about predestination? Does it matter to you? Uh, No, I don't have to think about it too much. I just have faith that that's what it is. Yeah. Do you do you do you hang on the idea that God doesn't need you? I know He doesn't need me. Yeah. But do you him. hang on that? It's I kind of depressing not. if you think about it. God wants us, dude. It's not That's about. Why I want to take he, a nap. He doesn't need us. He loves. It. He wants us, dude. That's why I need to take a nap for a week. <laughs> I don't know. To me, I just feel like. As human beings, we get so divided and just, we, we find a hill and we're like, yeah, I want to die on this one. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Does it not annoy you? It kind of annoys me, dude. I'm like, we are all going to die one day. I don't try to think about that. We are all going, we have one thing in common. You know what that is? We're all the human race. We're going to die. Oh. Because death doesn't take into account your riches. Death doesn't take into account how nice you were. Death doesn't take anything into account for that, dude. You're making me want to take a nap right now. Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's like we're we're, we, all, yeah. we're so divided. And it's like everybody's like, well, I'm doing this. And this is what's going to get me to heaven. So... If you don't do it, you're not going to heaven. No, there's one way to heaven, Adam. Mm-hmm. And it's Christ alone. Mm-hmm. There is no Buddha. There is no Muhammad. Like they, they may have lived at one point in time, but they are dead and gone. Mm-hmm. Christ is alive, man. And the time is now. We sit here twiddling our thumbs, twiddling our thumbs and saying, oh, maybe tomorrow. I guess I won't take another nap. Think about it, dude. Like, we spend so much time sleeping, working at our jobs, procrastinating, being depressed, worrying about how you're going to... James 4.17. It is a sin to put off today. We do that, dude, and and we're all guilty of that. Mm -hmm. Not one of us... Is perfect at it at this, but a lot of people are good at putting others down mm-hmm. because it makes them feel a little bit boosted up for a moment. I feel moment. like you're attacking me right now. I don't know. I'm fired up, dude. I feel like that was a direct attack to me. And I'm fired up. I'm fired up, and I'm like, you know, after we talked about last night at Bible study, like we just squander. Because who was that guy? We sent a YouTube video. I forget who it was, but I don't. We don't sound like the disciples. Nobody is preaching like the disciples did. Mm-mm. Nobody is telling them like, "Hey, Jesus Christ literally came here to show us the way to salvation. We mm-hmm. need to be saved. We are stuck on our doctrine, and we're trying to follow these rules to get to heaven. Nobody, no." Told. Yeah, nobody, everybody's afraid, dude. I'm like, I'm afraid. I'm not out on the corner preaching this. No. I'm sitting behind a computer screen yelling at you. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I, I didn't do anything. I don't know, man. It's like, and then we try and, and reach the youth, these kids. And, and I mean, I get it. They're young, but they don't goes in one ear and out the other and what i see but i know that that's not the case right i know that that some of that stuff is sticking in there and they're gonna think they're gonna about to do something that they're gonna regret Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna think back oh whoa for sure what was uncle adam talking about (sighs) what did he say about i'm getting attacked again (laughs) you know that's the stuff that matters And that's the other thing, accountability. I asked... uh, Hold each other accountable. 
I asked the kids in our last FCA meeting this morning. Last one for the summer? Yeah. What What is what takeaway this year? What is you struggling with? <laughs> so much different in 2023 than it was when I was in school. Because I was like, just lay it all out on the table. What is something that being pressured, you know, something that you know is wrong and da 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 da. Well, I had a list in my head, and the only thing they could say was, ah, by vaping. I said, what? Vaping? And then it made my list in my head be like, holy crap, if vaping was the only struggle that I had in high school of a bad choice to make, they're like, ah, I saw vaping <laughs> that's what the peer pressure button is in Callahan High School like unless you're not vaping you're a loser they get on that vape wagon or else you're just a nerd you gotta get on that bubblegum flavored uh, vape you gotta think about it those kids aren't gonna tell you what their struggle is well, I, I, well, they, they, I think they know what the general struggle is. I mean, we were talking about homosexuality. What about social media? Transgender. None of them have it. A lot of the parents don't let their kids have it. There's oh, a lot good. of high school kids that don't have well, it. Well, out east here. Right. And there's, but there's tons of them that they have phones, but they don't have, I mean, Robert and, and Gunner don't have social media. They're not allowed to have it until they're 18. Or they're out of the house. That's why um, the other two got social media and went wild. So it's there's a lot of them that don't have it. So that's really not a struggle. I mean, it might be the struggle that they want it so bad that they yeah. Think about how they get made fun of for not having it. Right? They get made fun of for not vaping grapes, grape flavor or whatever bubble gum. Yeah. But I'm thinking like when I was in school, it was. Marijuana and drugs and at, dropping acid and having parties that were inappropriate and these kids are like ah vaping. Well, no, do you know what's crazy? You think about it now, like fentanyl. Yeah, it's in everything now. Right. Well, so that so doing like you do it's not drugs, cool you're gonna to do drugs. You're gonna you, die. You're gonna you're gonna get um, fentanyl and die. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, and they don't even really party anymore. Because they just stay home and play video games. Yeah, they're on their phone. Sitting in Snapchats. But yeah, we were sneaking out and going to a party. They don't do that anymore. They don't have, you know, even, I mean, yeah, drinking's probably still kind of popular, but not like it was when we were kids. Well, I mean, it's... They're not going to keggers. They're not going to a field... A dirt road. Dirt road or whatever. They're not doing that anymore. They don't even drive. Like, a lot of these kids don't even want their driver's license as bad as we did. It's crazy. It's so wild to see that there's so many seniors in high school that don't even have a driver's permit because they could care less. How do they get anywhere? The second the clock struck midnight on my 16th birthday, I was waiting in the car to go get my driving test. I learned how to drive when I was, like, Ten. Yeah, so did I. But I mean, Kaylee or here, eight even, bro. Kaylee's a junior in high school. She just got her driver's license, and that's because. Well, how old is she now? She's sixteen. Seventeen, sixteen. Oh, she just now. No, she's seventeen. So she was sixteen when she got her license. No, she did it. No, she got her driver's license like only six months ago. She was already seventeen, and she didn't even care to get it, but her parents made her do it. What is that? Everything is so accessible now. You don't need to go anywhere. We needed our driver's license because we needed to get somewhere. You had to get out. We didn't have a cell phone. We didn't have any of that. So we needed to leave to go see somebody. Go to the mall. There ain't nobody in the mall anymore. Nobody does anything. Because they can do it right there. Or right here. FaceTime. Well, you don't need to drive anywhere if you can just FaceTime your girlfriend. Stupid kid. And then they fall asleep 
with the phone on their pillow, still FaceTiming. Oh, yeah. Drooling. My daughter used to do that. I walk in a room. She's sleeping. Somebody else is sleeping on the phone. Did you hang it up? Yeah. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I remember. But you don't need to be on anywhere. the phone. Like, we would call each other. And oh, yeah. Fall asleep, fall asleep on the phone. That's dumb, too. I used to get so mad people do that. Like, you don't used call to do me, it, bro. I didn't fall asleep because I'm actually talking, and then oh. they fall. I'm like, that's dumb. I don't like sitting. You didn't have girlfriends when you were growing up? Yeah, I had lots of girlfriends when I was growing up. But I wasn't falling asleep on the phone. I could talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but so they, you know, these kids that there's nothing to stimulate their brain anymore because everything is at their fingertips. Playing video games, catching Pokemons, watching anime. It's all them boys do upstairs. Watch anime. I, I know a lot of adults. Yeah, but it's... it's I watch that. It's mind-numbing. That's dumb. I don't what know. boys upstairs? What are you talking about? Like the ones that do the soundboard. During church, they just got the headphones and watching anime. While church is going on? Or sometimes. That's... Dude, nothing stimulates these kids' brains anymore. Except the phone. Yeah, that's it. So that's why it's, sometimes it's you st- you're staring in emptiness when you're t- doing when we're doing youth group and stuff like that. Because, oh, like, like you said, I talked about David, and they're just like, "Whoop de doo, David! You killed a giant with a rock. I got a gun." <laughs> Like, all right. Like, they don't, they can't. I'm like, well, what is your giant in school? I can't keep my mouth shut. And I'm like, that's obvious. So how about start doing that? I asked him, what if your teacher left and left you in charge of the class? That was a dumb thing to ask. We're going to have a party. Okay. They don't get it. They don't. That's, that's, that's foolishness. Kaylee understands because she's old enough to wrap her mind around the story and not in a literal sense, but in a sense that you don't have to be a mighty warrior to face big obstacles. But he was literally a child when he went in. (coughs) That's all they can think. Well, this guy had a slingshot and a rock. Just got lucky. That giant was dumb. I would have smashed him, you know, (laughs) like. And then I have Tanner read it. Nine feet tall. That's what they say. There's nobody nine feet tall. I'm like, okay. Well, Goliath was. It's a giant. Just be a whole race of them. Yeah. They're, well, they're just like, hmm. This doesn't make any, like, what Don't is they it? say that those were like Nephilim or something like that? Yeah. Well, they're just like. But these kids are just like. Blah, 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 blah. I'm nobody nine foot tall is coming to my school and threatening to kill my entire yeah, class. You, you gotta think about you're trying to. I'm trying to take it not in a literal sense, but as p- making Goliath challenges in your life. They're taking the literal sense that Shaquille O'Neal is going to show up in their parking lot at school and say, oh, If I kill you, then the whole sixth grade class is my slaves. If you kill me, then all my whole crew over here is your slaves. And they're like, that's not going to happen. Okay, a nine-foot giant probably is not going to call you out in a war. Bro, you got this is the the nine-foot giant. That's what I'm trying to get them to understand. This right here. But they're just saying. It's just looming over everybody, and it's, it's it's just oppressing these kids bro it oppresses even us i have those kids read those verses and then they just stare at me like well that was a waste of my time i'm like okay then they get the giggles kaylee tells them to shut up she said shut up today i was literally upstairs and you just let it go off the rails like that, bro? No, no, no they, 
I gave them more homework. and uh, Have they done any of the homework that we've given uh, Kaylee and Tanner actually had their verse. Luke came up with one pretty quick, but he wasn't here last week. So he read Revelation. Um, Tanner read First John. Um, confronting our sin, you know, the accountability. Confess your sins to one another, and da, da, da. and then uh, Kaylee. It's like Peter, no James. And it was a good one, and then I and then I made Tyler just read Romans one sixteen, and I'm like, you know. I am not ashamed of the what? The Jew? I'm like, no. I'm not ashamed of what? The Gentile? No. Read it again. For I am not ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ. And I said, I'm not ashamed of what? Jesus Christ? You're getting closer. Read it again. For I am not ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ. For it is the inherent word of God, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. So you're not ashamed of what? God and the Jews? <laughs> Slow down this time, and then I can just see Luke's head trying not to explode because he wants to say it so bad, and then he finally... Oh! The good news. I said, what is the good news? The Jews? <laughs> All right. I'm going to have you do this one again next week. All right. I said, you're not ashamed of the gospel. You're not ashamed of God's word. Oh, yeah, and the Gentiles. Okay, you're you're the Gentile. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're the Gentile. No, I'm white. You're Jewish. (laughs) Oh, my God, all right, dude. We're going to get through this. Yeah. But, yep. That's how we need to take this, dude, like kids. Yep, childlike faith. Unless we you can't, have a childlike faith, you cannot inherit the yeah, kingdom of God. You can't get burned out, man. No, I'm not burned out. I mean, I know you're not, but I'm just saying, like, these kids. Yeah, they can't get burned it out. It may, like I said, it seems like it's going in one ear and out the other, but something sticks. It's going to stick. They Christ has got his hand back. on it. Yeah. They wouldn't keep coming back if it wasn't sticking, so. As long as they keep coming back. Yeah. God's will, bro. Yep. So while you're in Texas, I guess I'll find a replacement. Good luck with that. Uh, I'm only gone for like a I'm week. Not, no. Why don't you leave like on a Tuesday? Not Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's June. It's the 15th. So I'm not even missing missing one Wednesday. Okay. I just said. You gotta find a replacement. I come back on Wednesday, so well, I probably won't even miss that. Pray that the replacement isn't that good, dude. I'm not missing any Wednesdays. You you come back on a Wednesday, you're gonna be tired. You're not gonna answer gonna, your phone. Yeah, I'm coming back late on Wednesday. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna put in my two weeks. All right. Because you're being a real Debbie Downer. No. All right? right. And I've had it up to here. All right. Which is only at my belly button when I stand up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I think that was a good one. We're at an hour. Are we? Yeah. Oh, dang. Not a single breeze came through that window. I know it's hot. Man. I know, it is. And you got a hoodie on. I know, because it was cold. Dang, that hoodie's was... nice, bro. Where'd you get that? Did mm-hmm. anybody comment on that video? That no. Nobody got a free. Nobody hoodie. watches it. No, not even Steve. In India, Steve should have commented. Oh man, Steve! I think he watches the first. I think he's the analytics that. Ah, three minutes and 30 seconds. Nobody commented on that, bro? No, there's no comments on our videos on YouTube or on Facebook. What? Which YouTube was it? Because we do it right at the end where we say, hey, you want to win a free t-shirt? 
It was the last one we just did, Christian Generation. For a free hoodie? Nobody's going to say anything. Hey, kids, you want to win a free T-shirt? <laughs>